I am your host, Ray Ireland, and you are listening to the Soul Align Podcast, where we help high-achieving leaders and driven visionaries do what they love and live their purpose. Hey everyone, welcome. I'm your host, Ray Ireland. You're listening to the Soul Align Podcast. So welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking about how to create an alluring business offer. And so I wanted to bring my coach in here who is just a total badass, Juliana Garcia. She helps coaches clarify their message to attract premium clients. And she really works with the top coaches that are out there right now. So this podcast, this episode is about to be like so fire. Like I'm just so excited for all of you. Um, and so I'll, I'll share a little bit. Um, I met Juliana through another coach and I remember just kind of seeing some of the results that she was getting. And then also I started following her and it just, everything that she was sharing on social media resonated so deeply. And it was like, I like, she's saying exactly what I feel. Like I, I like really am feeling everything that she's sharing and, and I can relate to her journey. And, um, it was just, it was really magnetizing. And that's what she is all about is creating magnetic message messages, um, and doing magnetic marketing. And so it, everything really felt like congruent when I started following her. And, um, then when I started to work with her, I got to see like some of the systems that she's created, um, to help create amazing results and really connect, you know, people that are really wanting to put their heart out there and, and create amazing businesses with the exact client that's actually looking for that. Mm. So I wanted to bring in and like really focus on this one piece around how to create an alluring business offer. Um, so Julian, I'm so excited for you to be here. I would love to like, before we actually dive into any business, I, w- I would love for you to just share a little bit about your story. Like how did you get to where you are today? <laughs> yes. I love that. And thank you for having me. Um, I feel like I've lived like seven different lives. So it's kind of like a, one of those questions that let me, how long do you have? But the short answer is I, um, was, I had a marketing job in Australia. So I've lived in four different continents and lived in like, uh, I lived in four different continents and traveled to 49 different countries. And one of the countries that I was living in was Australia. That's where I started first my journey as an entrepreneur. But before that I had a job in marketing and I studied marketing. And so I kind of already had the background in marketing. And then I moved to America to become an entrepreneur. I left all my things in Australia, my car, my clothes, everything. Like I just came here for a vacation and then I just never left. (laughs) So it was crazy. And I just felt so called and I landed in San Diego and then I saw, I got introduced to the world of coaching is that I saw how many coaches were so good at what they do, but they don't know how to do marketing, how to sell themselves, how to communicate what they do. And that was always something that I was really good at. And so I kind of translated everything that I knew to the coaching space and I started helping coaches essentially market themselves. And um, that's basically kind of like how it all started. Then from there, I grew, evolved my approach from like very complex launches and ads, which is kind of like the world that I used to come from, to now a very simplified approach where the complexity is off the table and simplicity is really what leads everything that we do so that we can just actually love it instead of resist it so much. So everything that I do is just based on simplicity and clarity and empathy and connection. And that's just what has worked for me. Mm. And I just love that so much because um, 
I think there's so many people out there that do have a really important message to share. And, you know, probably some of you that are watching this episode, you're, you're like, ah, I have something I really want to share, but you like start to think of marketing and putting yourself out there. And it just like mind, like, like spin in circles. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so complex and this and that. And I just love Mm. the approach that you bring in and really just like, okay, it's lean. It's like, all you need is these And really with that focus comes amazing results because you're not as distracted with all of the, the extra stuff. Yes. When it comes to, um, creating an alluring business offer, like where would someone even start? Mm -hmm. Well, when I first started as an entrepreneur, it was like ask the ask the market and then decide on what they wanna what what they need and then sell them that, and so that is like a like a basic principle that like when I first even before I was a coach or before I started in the coaching industry, that's how I built my first business, which was a software company. We just uh, I create a solution for a problem people had and then even ask them what the price what I thought the price should be. Now my approach has evolved a lot. I don't just ask people what they need and then price it accordingly to what they want. I look at what does my client need? What is a problem that I want to solve? And then what are the steps that I need to take somebody from, from where they're at now to the result that they want? And I want to price my, my offer based on the value that's going to bring to their lives, not what they want to pay for it. So where you start is finding a problem that you're good at solving that people have and would pay money for and then create a process simple doesn't have to be complicated just step one two three something simple that they can see in their minds as a pathway to go from where they're at to where they want to be as in you being the guide I love this word simple that's like coming in a lot right now (laughs) You're like, it's simple. Step one, two, three. And as someone who's like been in this space and, um, and I just know so many of my clients also deal with this is like, that is actually the hardest thing is to apply it to one, two, three steps instead of it making, instead of it being this like 11, 12 step thing where you go to step seven and then that takes you back to step two and then you repeat (laughs) Yeah, all of that. So how... How does someone maybe take an idea, especially if you're, you know, a lot of people in, um, that are probably viewing this are in the transformational space. So Hmm. there are a lot of steps. How do you simplify it to just step one, two, three? Yeah. I mean, I think that I got to step one, two, three, maybe like after three years of being in business, right? It took me a while and I was, I was complicating it in the very beginning, but the only way you get to simplicity is by creating the process in the complex, like even if it's complex, even if it's 12 steps first, start there and then guide people through the process, one client at the time, and then you notice how to simplify it as you go. This is the important thing about creating an alluring offer. You don't get to an alluring offer in the first attempt. The way you create an alluring offer is by guiding people through the process over and over again so that you troubleshoot the offer, troubleshoot the steps, realize what's kind of like excessive here. What am I, what is actually like noise, like, like padding stuff that I'm adding here. The only way that you get there is by 
putting yourself or your clients through the offer and then um, troubleshooting it or, or leaning it back to what it needs to be. So for all of you who are watching this and you're like, wait, 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 what are my steps? And we're like, I have 12 steps or I don't even know what my steps are. Like, it's okay. This is where we, this is where I started. I started there too. And then I started simplifying it. And every time that I got clients in my one-on-one or in my group through my process, I realized like, oh wait, like I can take that out. I can take that out. I can take that out. Oh, that's not actually what I need. This is what I need. But we never just land on like happy land. We just, we just get to happy land by creating happy land. <laughs> Makes sense. Absolutely. And, you know, a thing that I teach with my clients is the process of mirroring. And so the mirror that we, you know, our business gets to mirror our, our own life and also our clients get to mirror ourselves. And so mm-hmm. um, one thing that you said around like the alluring offer um, with being able to like have it be simple and also have it like really get them to where they need to be. That's what the alluring offer is, but it won't be alluring to someone else until it's alluring to you. And that takes Mm -hmm. process to know that like, wow, like my offer is amazing. It is alluring. I know I can take someone from step A to Z through Mm -hmm. my finally, maybe one, two, three steps. And um, I love like thinking about that. Like, okay, if, if I want to create an alluring offer, what do I need to do to fall in love with it? What do I need to do to really like be like so jazzed up about it that when I'm selling the alluring offer, it is a complete no brainer because I see and have done the trials and the tests to, to say like, yes, this is what's happened. And so I think this like piece of like consistency is super Mm -hmm. around an alluring offer. And so I would love to hear like your own personal journey with being consistent in your business and like being consistent, like, like I know something I've struggled with in the past and you're, you helped me a lot with this one, which is not going from like, Oh, I want to do this offer. And then this offer sticking to one thing to actually get it into that place where it becomes amazing. Um, What has been your own personal journey around creating that sort of consistency in your business? I love that question. So the reason why my offers have such high demand is because I always knew from, actually, it's never been my strength (laughs) to create a million things. My strength is to master, it's like to stick to one thing. And I didn't know that that was, I wasn't like, I intentionally need to choose to stick to one thing. It was just like, that's just kind of how I lived my life. And as an entrepreneur, I'm like, I can only have, like, I only have capacity for one thing that I, um, I, I like under, I I overestimate the amount of effort it's going to take. And that's always works in my favor instead of underestimating how much effort or focus or experience, like how much it's going to take for something to create, to be, to work. And that's just kind of how I always operated. And I didn't know that was a principle that creates success. So I just kind of just went with it. I'm like, this is just how I operate. And I and I started seeing all these people who were creating just offers left, right, and center. And I'm like, oh, isn't that amazing? Like, they're so creative. That's great. But they weren't making money. They were just creating and not actually mastering. 
And I was like, oh, maybe this is a thing that's actually a good thing. Like, I, I, it's a good thing that I don't create a million offers. And the more that I more st- started studying like successful offers and how to create high demand and um, how to create magnetism, I realized that consistency is such a core foundation of that and why um, it's been uh, an exponential growth in my business because I've just stayed so consistent. And when you're consistent, you create you create a compound effect that re- that stops you from being in like incremental growth, but like it takes you to exponentially, like to exponential growth very quickly because it just compounds so quickly. And so when my business started taking on, my offers were in like high demand and it's like alluring. I was like, whoa, that happened so quote unquote quickly, even though I've been, but it wasn't quickly. I had just been so consistent that it just happened. It seems like very quickly, but I had been doing the work for years in the background. And so Consistency has been a thing that I really resisted in the past, um, but I knew that because I was trying to create other things, other offers, and I was like, oh, it didn't feel right. And I was like, oh, wait, what if I just trust that this is how I operate and that um, st- sticking to one thing will work for me? And it did. So for me, it's been a, dis- a falling in love with consistency because I think a lot of people see consistency as restricting and as contracting or self-discipline as like punishment. And to me, all of that is self-love. To me, self-discipline, which is con- like, includes consistency, is doing the things that will serve you in the long term, not just in the immediate moment. Mm-hmm. And that to me is having my own back in the future is like my future self is going to love me for doing, for choosing to stay consistent now, which is what's happened to me. I'm like, my past self hooked me up. <laughs> she hooked me up. She stayed consistent creating content for an entire year. Wow. And I look back, I'm like, that is amazing. I'm so happy she did that because now I'm really like, like enjoying all the benefits of that, right? Like I don't have to create content every day because my past self did all of that. Like I don't have to, I I know money's coming in all the time and clients are coming in because my past self worked on my offer and refining it. And so I just feel so much benefit from consistency now that it like, it's like always there where to go. But in the moment I was like, no evidence, like, is this going to work? Is this like, what? When you don't have any evidence coming in, it's really easy to feel like you're, you're in the wrong path or like you should change or something's not right because you're not seeing the evidence right away. In that instant, in that moment, this is when, when like the make or break kind of happens because that's when you get to believe even harder in your offer, harder in you, harder in your client, which is what I teach. You have to believe in you. You have to believe in your client. You have to believe in your offer so deeply, even if the evidence isn't there until the evidence is there so many people give up so many people are like oh well, i'm not getting the results so i'm just gonna go and kick it out like try something new something different and and really that is where i see all my successful students my success success of the people that i admire is just in sticking to the one thing and just really loving the process versus trying to get immediate results right away mm-hmm. yeah having that long-term outcome yeah like- I, I love that perspective and I talk to my clients about this a lot because it's, it becomes a question. I'm like, are you here to make fast cash or are you here to make impact or are you here to build your legacy? Like it's a very different mm-hmm. of working and showing up and making sure that self-love, you know, is there, whether it's, you know, taking taking a break or continuing forward and like really putting that self-love into your business as well. Like how much can you love your business and love on it? 
and feed it and feed it and feed it, even if those there. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just, um, we, we, we demand so much of ourselves and our business. And this is people who have short term thinking that it's like, if I make a post today, or if I put like a little bit of energy, or if I do this thing, or maybe for five days, where is my outcome? Where's my result? And that is what gets you to be in, um, to always looking for like, why isn't it working? Being in the energy of like, why isn't it working? So when you relax and thinking your business in an infinite timeline, so instead of thinking of your business in a finite timeline, like if I'm going to put this effort in five days, I want to see a result now. That's finite thinking. You want to think about it in an infinite way. So committing to your business to an infinite timeline, like I know I'm going to have my business until I die. Like, I'm just so committed. I know I'm going to be coaching until they kick me out. I don't even know until the the adults come and say no more. I don't know, but I'm going to die coaching. I don't know. Like, that's just how committed I am. Right. And so when I think about it in in an infinite timeline, I relax and I know that I can put in like the, whatever I do today is going to pay off in, in like six months, three months, 10 years. I mean, no rush because I'm committed to the, for, for, for an infinite time, right? And so that really sets you up for infinite results because everything compounds and then you don't have to work so hard because you're not changing your mind. It's just like all the results compound and then you work less, you play more because you've really compounded all of the efforts instead of fragmenting your energy. And from there, that's like magnetism at its finest, right? Yeah, you don't have to do anything. It's just you being you. Because I mean, I have so many conversations with people and like, oh, if only I could do whatever I wanted. And it's like, well, you can. It's down to like that choice of what are you creating? What are you feeding? Is it your business or is it someone else's business? Or is it distractions, like fragments of your business instead of being really focused? And that's what creates those types of results. Um, Yeah shift gears a little bit and I'm curious I want to like understand a little bit more around what you think creates a successful or an alluring offer so the first thing is you have to be sold on it which we've talked about but that's like literally the core of it you have to make a decision about what you want it to be and don't be in indecision about it because that's robbing you from just getting like having an offer, which a lot of people, I spend a lot of time in indecision around the steps and about what, what is it, who is it for, like all of it. And I just want to save all of you two years of me overthinking, like just I, like, I don't want you to make the same mistake. Start with what you know now, what it could be, your first idea, go with that. Like, just go with that. Just like, don't overthink it. So you first make a decision, then you sell yourself on the, on the idea of what that can be. And what I found that is so important to have in an offer is having a really compelling promise about what people are going to get out of your offer. So even if you have no steps, you're like, Juliana, you're confusing me with these steps. I'm overthinking. Okay. Forget about steps. You don't need the steps. Steps are just to make it easy for people in the future, but you can totally sell without steps. All you need to have is a very clear promise. What is the compelling promise, which is what are people going to get out of their, of, of working with you? And you just have to be very clear on what that is. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, I don't care if it's six months, three months, two months, I don't know, whatever. You can put a timeline on it. I recommend that you start with whatever you think is best for the client. Think about how long is it going to take for my client to create a result and then time it based on that. And then 
the way that you create an offer promise as compelling is by looking at what is it that they want at the end of the rainbow that I can offer. Mm-hmm. What is it that they actually want? Not like empowerment and sell like lo- all these fluffy things that you want to teach, but think about what the client actually wants in the 3D life, like in the 3D world. What is the result that they actually want? Not just what you want to sell them, what you think is important. All of that is inside of your program. But what is that compelling promise? What is the transformation they're going to experience after working with you? And then you go and tell them all about that, like how they're feeling now, how they will feel after, and how you can help them with your offer. In the most basic terms, that is how you create an alluring offer. Yes. I, I love that breakdown. And I do think it's important to highlight that, like, again, consistency is so key because you might not be able to answer all those questions right away. Mm-hmm. But one of the ways that you can start to learn how to answer all those questions is by doing it. So that in yeah, this, totally. that space of, you know, sitting around and like, oh, I just have to keep thinking about it. I, I noticed for myself as well, like I was in that space for a while and like, did it, did it actually come to life during that time? Not necessarily. Right. Is that action that kind of that putting yourself, taking that step, putting yourself out there. And then from there, like kind of I like to let the ego down and turn on like the scientist or the investigator and be like, okay, did this work or not? Let go of like whether it's you, like whether your offer worked or if your offer was a total failure, because then we can like take it on too much. But how do you separate yourself and be like, okay, I'm over here. I'm I'm just going to try my best. But as a scientist, like I'm going to put my offer out there. And either it's going to land or not. And then you can make new decisions based off of that. And from there, really be able to answer every single question like that, like this. A million percent. I'm all in. I agree with you a hundred (laughs) percent. So I would love to hear, um, you know, when, when it comes to knowing the promise, um, what if you feel like you have a bunch of different promises? You go for one that the client wants most. (laughs) Don't go for what you think is cute. Go for what they want. Mm -hmm. We make our promises. Like I was literally just coaching this in my mastermind. It's like um, I help coaches, creatives, consultants, and all these people. And I help them feel empowered and be self-expressed and also gain their power back and really feel true to themselves so that maybe they can attract a, a client and also and make an impact in the world. Like, what is happening? I'm like, God, no. Like, not that they were doing this, but like, I was coaching them on that concept of over-convoluting, over-complicating because you're overcompensating. That's what's looking, that's what's happening. You're overcompensating for what you think you need to sell for people to want it. And the always the rule is less is more. Mm-hmm. Clean, less is more. I change my clients' lives 
You are you're a testament of that. I don't just teach people how to clarify their message to attract premium clients. I like go deep on so many areas, mindset, emotional capacity, ex- like explosive leadership, elevation, whatever that means. Like I help my clients elevate into becoming really mature CEOs and connected to their bodies, to their every, all of the stuff. But I don't have my pro- offer promise be all of that. I don't make, I don't, I don't put the pressure on my offer promise to communicate all of that, which is what most people do. They're like, wait, but how do I articulate this in just one line? Because I do so much more than that. But Juliana, it's so much more than that. That's like my favorite. Everybody tells me that I'm like, I understand, but it doesn't (laughs) matter. (laughs) No, it doesn't matter. You're going to confuse people. And when you confuse people, you're going to lose their attention. They're not going to be like, I need that. They're going to be like, Oh, what is that? I'm trying to understand. I'm I'm confused. And so I really want all of you, if you're listening to this, like just write it down and then give it to some people and see if they understand. And if if they understand what, what, what it means or your ideal clients, and just ask anyone, just ask people who could be your ideal clients. Be like, does this make sense to you? Like, what is, you know, and they're like, oh, if, if their faces are kind of like, kind of, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you know you have some work to do. Or if you're just not attracting clients, that's an indication that you're confusing people or you are, your offer promise is just too complicated. So keep it simple. Who is it for? What's the problem they have? And what's the result they will experience? Mm-hmm. Very simple. If you offer more things, if they have more problems, more results, I want you to keep it to the one that they say is most important to them. Like the, the most basic thing, like even if you think it's superficial, that's okay. That's just what their logical brain is going to be, is going to identify as a need. Because you guys have to think about like how people buy is your brain is looking for ways to avoid danger and look for pleasure. And if you are selling confusing stuff that is not a priority, the brain is going to be like, I don't need that. I'm like, it's not a priority, but when you actually speak to the logical part of your, like logical, the, um, the part of your, the brain that is looking to avoid pain and experience pleasure in the most simplistic language, people are going to be like, Oh, tell me more. Yeah. Because they're thinking about that problem all day long. So you want to talk about the problem that you're thinking about all day long, the desire that they want in your, in your offer promise. And then you leave them all the amazing transformations inside of your program, or you talk about it in your content. Don't have your offer promise be all these kind of like, like intense, like confusing stuff. Yes. And I feel like the rest ends up being expressed anyways, through stories or, you know, the rest. Exactly. the the energy the transmission you could say it happens they they feel it they know that oh wow she's transformed like she does transformational work right yeah really dialing in what is that one thing and almost just even if you have maybe three that you're like wow these are all really important like then just choose one just go for it and stay committed stay focused and put yourself out there keep taking that action yep million percent Oh, good. Well, thank you so much for joining and jamming on this topic of how to create an alluring business offer. I think it's so important for people to hear kind of what goes on on the inside of, you know, when when you're having multiple six-figure businesses. And I know like there's there's everything that you think you should be doing. And then there's all in the experience of building out, you know, a million-dollar business there's all of the rest that comes. So I think we were able to tap into some of that today. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. 
Oh my God, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's so amazing. It's just such an honor to be able to support you and just give anything I can to your people. So thank you. I appreciate it. I know they're going to love this episode. <laughs> yeah. so thank you everyone for checking out this video. Um, subscribe and ring the bell if you haven't yet. And I will see you all in the next one. Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to the Soul Align podcast. If you like our show and would like to know more, please check out www.rayireland.com. That is R-A-E-I-R-E-L-A-N. <laughs>